day 1500 5000 god knows what anymore of this quarantine honestly like i said before it's no different from our regular day to day if you're a sickie and without work but at the same time it's just getting tiring having everybody home I'm used to having my space. I'm used to having my time. Call me selfish. Call me whatever you want. But I'm keeping it real. And if you can't keep it real, then that's on you. But I will keep it real. All right? And the reason why I say that is, well, that's the point of this podcast. Right? To keep it real. I love my family. I love my husband. But at the same time, <laughs> with so much in mind, with my dog shedding her hair like it's a cotton factory all over my house on a daily, having the vacuum attached to my hand, basically, all right? And it just seems that like she just remanufactures as soon as you finish brushing her or plucking her or both it's crazy i clean i pluck i i use the glove all of it right as soon as i turn around there she is poof all out again anyway obviously with me having to make sure that everybody's being fed that the house is clean I am driving myself nuts. Yep. And in driving myself nuts, I am driving my body nuts. How so? Well, I possibly have a kidney infection because I had stones about a week ago. Just peeing them out like normal. Like, eh, you know, like it's just liquid as well. Um... (laughs) And now my left kidney has been hurting all week long. It doesn't help that I don't stop. You know, if I'm not cooking and I'm not cleaning, then guess what? I'm cooking and cleaning. Yesterday, I decided to have the bright idea to finally get around to redecorating the house. And when I say redecorating, I'm just literally changing over St. Patty Day's uh, decorations over to... Easter Day decorations. So, yeah. But the thing is that I don't just decorate in one room or anything of the sort. No. My smart, bright self goes ahead and decorates the living room, the day room, the kitchen, the dining area, and both bathrooms as well, as well as my son's room, which right now is on a temporary hold because it's being painted I started it, but I couldn't obviously continue it, so I have my husband doing it, in which it's also taking just as long. So now my son's bed is in the middle of the room, and yeah, that's basically how it's working right now, in a nutshell. So because of this, uh, of course, I'm flaring, and uh, the place where I'm flaring for the most part are my 
paws. Remember, people, I don't call them feet. I call them paws. Why? Because I have a phobia of that part of the body, which is a whole other episode of phobias and depression and anxiety and what have you not when it comes to psychological situations. Yes, I said situations. Um, but my thing is this. Okay. If you're anything like me, you don't know how to stop. When you have been working almost all your life and you uh, are no longer able to do so and you can't go to school because the government frowns upon it because otherwise it will take away both your disability and it will take away the loan forgiveness that they gave you then obviously what do you have to do? Stay your ass home. Right? Right. Okay. I don't know where I was going with the fact that I'm overdoing it. Probably. That was me overdoing it. And my husband and my son telling me I'm overdoing it and that I need to relax. However... When is anything going to get done if I don't overdo it? Because the problem is that when I do relax, I have to come back to double the work. So you see, why not knock it out when I can? Obviously, which I uh, honestly, I, I can't, but I push myself to do so. Um, but at the same time, it's like, come on. This thing has to stop. Everybody needs to stop going out. Honestly, you know, they're telling people you can go out and hike and skateboard and what have you not, you know, go shopping as far as groceries go and stuff like that. But let's keep it real. How many people do you know are going out for groceries only? Of course not. They're going out just because they can use that as an excuse to be out of the house. And as far as this whole social distancing BS, all right, let me put it to you this way. What makes it any different for you to walk out the house, be six feet apart when you come right back in the house and you're laying on each other next to each other and all, all, all that good stuff? So what's the point of this whole social whole social distancing thing because honestly I don't get it if my husband sleeps next to me at night why does he have to walk just saying use your common sense I don't know if it's a simple observation I don't know if it's just me using my head a little too much but it is what it is right right okay now here's my thing right when I have my son at school and or at his grandparents and or his aunt's house, when I have him away from the house, better yet said, for a whole weekend and my husband is at work and I have the house a whole to myself, whether I am cleaning, I'm cooking, whether I am just laying out, listening to music, just chilling and relaxing and watching some Hallmark movies, all right? The thing is, it's my time. I get up if I have to, if I need to, if I want to. I feed myself if I feel like it, if I want to, if I need to. I don't have to cook for myself. I can just get something frozen in the freezer and just stick it in the oven. Well, toaster oven, I should better say. 
or the microwave and poof, it's done. I don't feel right doing that with my husband and my son. I feel that they need an actual proper feel, a meal. So, yeah, that's why I don't just say, hey, relax. I, no, that's not going to just happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, we went and got tested, by the way. We went and got tested on Thursday. So now we're just sitting home. Well, I'm sitting home waiting to find out. Hopefully we find out on Monday or Tuesday, if at the latest. You know, um, I think due to this whole situation and due to the fact that uh, thing that's going on nowadays and how afraid basically everybody is around me and I'm not going to lie, I have some kind of anxiety about it myself, you know, due to my immune system. I finally told my husband that I give in and I will not go out whatsoever anymore, not even if it's just to do a pickup from the car, which is driving me a, I should say, is driving me nuts. Um... I want to be able to go out and get what I need to get. I want to be able to just hop in the store and hop right back in my car and hop right back in the house. But I understand that that doesn't just happen that way with me because I get distracted and I start buying things because I start saying, oh, we need this. Oh, we need that. Oh, wait, I need to get this. Oh, wait, I need to get that. Next thing you know, I've spent at least an hour or so in the store or more and then I get in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, well. Um, oh, look at that. I'm sitting here talking to you guys, and all of a sudden, I feel a stone just making itself uh, present. But anyway, um, how are you guys handling this? How are you handling the family being home, the hubby or wife being home? You know, um, I should say girlfriend or boyfriend, just in case. Um, how are you guys handling that? You know, how are you handling having to stay in? Because our immune systems are so great that they make us stay in all on their own. <sighs> Even the doctors now are deciding, hey, you need to stay home. We will do our appointments via video calls so isn't that just peachy yeah it's just peachy yeah 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 you know one thing that I am realizing about this whole quarantine thing you do end up eating so much more now mind you my husband says why why are people eating more blah 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 he's like I'm not doing it I'm like fool you don't you're not even home and when you are home you're sleeping so what do you mean I'm like, try being home 24-7 against your will, and then we'll see if you're eating or not extra. But here's the thing, though. I kind of played it smart. 95% of all the snacks in this house are all healthy snacks. Now, granted, that doesn't mean that you won't gain weight if you're over, because obviously you will. It's just a fact. However, you can indulge on it just a little extra more than you would 
any other snack. I would assume, I would say so. <laughs> However, we have an adorable neighbor who we really care about. And this gentleman, he's an elder gentleman. And he is really sweet. And something that he does is that I guess when he goes to the store, they always save, you know, um, a lot of things from the bakery for him from the day before. And what he does is that he comes over and he also shares with us. And he'll share with us either a big trash can worth of it or he'll just share a full grocery bag worth of it. The thing is, I am a bread fiend. That is my Achilles heel. That is my weakness. I mean, forget about it. Okay, I love sweets and all, but no, sorry. If I had to pick between a sweet and a bread, a real good bread, it's on. But there is a couple problems with that. One, obviously, if you sit home eating bread all day, let's just say... I'm going to look like that that damn big, poofy piece of damn loaf. Or, my other situation is, I have a gluten sensitivity issue. Yep, I do. And what do I do? I eat bread. I love bread. But I try to stay away from it. I try to keep away from it. I try not to buy it as much. Um... But it just seems that as much as I try not to buy it, our sweet neighbor comes and brings me bread. And the good ones. He doesn't just get, like, crappy ones. No, 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 no. He comes over with Kaiser rolls. He comes over with some French bread. He'll bring over some Italian bread. Yeah. And I'm not going to say no. Why would I say no? I feel bad. I can't say no. I mean, that's sweet of him. And I'll feel like I'm disrespecting the the gentleman. So, of course, I'm not going to say no. But then we're stuck in the house with all this bread. And who ends up eating most of that bread? Me, of course, because the hubby tries to keep away from it himself. And sometimes I get him because I'm trying not to eat it my damn self alone. Um, I'll share with my son, but he's not really a bread person. So I basically feed it to him with sandwiches or, um, with some butter. But at the same time, that's if he's in the mood for it. Cause otherwise he's going to be like, eh, I don't want any. Um, my Husky though, she is just like me. It was like, I birthed the girl. She loves bread like it's no tomorrow. She can eat a whole freaking damn loaf in one sitting if I let her. Yeah, so that's my partner in crime when it comes to bread. But then again, she can also be my thief. So I have to keep an eye on her. (laughs) It's cute. I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, it's unnerving because then you got to keep your eye on your own piece of bread in this house because she's over there just scheming away. (laughs) 
but I can't help but love her. So when she gives me those looks, it's like, ah, uh, you still, no, you can't have any. But I gotta give you some, because those looks, those brown eyes, oh, okay. I'll give you the last bite. That's how much I love you. Anyway, moving on. Um, I've tried to keep myself as mobile as I can since I can't go out out so I try to do little exercises around the house you know obviously cleaning and cooking and all that that's exercise enough as it is for my body but because I'm trying to also keep my son moving and um you know healthy uh I've gone ahead and um and uh try to go up and down the driveway we have a very long driveway for the house because there's a house out out behind us you know so what I do is I go all the way from the street all the way up to the, the end of neighbor's um driveway we don't actually have neighbors there yet so um we'll go up and down up and down you know with a fast pace moderate to fast pace then I have him go with his bike and I just follow in suit you know take the dogs out also so that they can have a little exercise and enjoy themselves I've tried to have my husband when he's home um do a little family walk around the block but now that you know it's this whole quarantine thing well no more walking around the block because honestly we're supposed to stay indoors and everybody thinks it's still safe you know to just go out and do exercise out and about but here's my thing okay if we're supposed to stay six feet apart all right when you're walking in the park and you're passing people are you exactly six feet apart? Let's be honest. All right. What if one of them decides to sneeze your way or cough your way and you didn't even know that they coughed that way because you just happened to not be paying no mind and you just walked right into that mist? So were you being safe? Let's keep it real. All right. Enough for anything. This is something that's very contagious. This is something that's airborne. People don't want to believe it, but let's be honest, people. If they're cleaning the air, if they're cleaning the streets, if they're cleaning the walls, if they're cleaning everything and anything that you touch, what makes you believe that it's not in the air? And why are we six feet apart if it's not in the air, right? All right, okay. So, um, I've tried to dance around in the kitchen while I'm cooking. I've gone ahead and done some work um, on the exercise machine, you know, trying to keep my body moving, but in the process, of course, hurting myself because then I end up flaring out even more so. So it's one of those, like, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't type of situations, you know, which leads me to my next thing. Okay. Now, you tell me. Okay. 
this is something that's been bothering me for a while and um not that easy to admit to or talk about because it's something that obviously a lot of people don't like talking about but I don't give a crap I'll talk about it here and to you guys you just tell me whether or not you can agree whether or not you want to agree just be nice all right here's my thing okay (laughs) I've always been a big girl I'm not gonna lie But here's my thing about being a big girl. It's the fact that I never was a big girl because I was stuffing my face silly. I mean, I did at one point when I was in high school and even when I was in grammar school because I'm not going to lie, I had an eating disorder. I was bulimic. And I did it because I was going through a lot. I was going through a lot of depression and stuff. And I was going through a lot of abuse, as is, you know. Um, And I found my relief through bulimia. You know, I would eat my heart's content out and then obviously throw up. Um, Which wasn't hard for me because I've always had uh, GI problems. So since I was a little kid, throwing up for me was like second nature to me you know so bulimia was was nothing you know I think once I graduated high school is when I finally gave out gave into it and I was like okay why the heck am I doing this and I basically put an end to it on my own besides I had no choice I was a starving college student so bulimia was definitely out of my system but um, through the years, I had gained so much weight. And the crazy thing is that I gained a lot of my weight was through dieting. And the, the reason why I say it was through dieting is because when you diet and you, you do all these yo-yo diets and you try all these new fads and pills and shakes and bars and God knows what, okay, all these different rhythms and methods and all that. What happens is once you like fall off of it, you fall off hard and you end up gaining like double the weight that you lost to begin with. But you never end up losing that weight, you know? So then you move on to the next diet and the same thing happens. So next thing you know, I gained so much weight that at one point I was 310 pounds. When I was 310, I decided to go ahead and say no more. I'm not dieting no more. I'm not doing this no more. You know, screw that. It's not, you know, if it's meant to be, be, then it's meant to be. If it's not, it's not. I'm just going to have to start accepting it. And little did I know, I started to actually lose weight. And... The reason why I started to lose weight was because I found that, you know what, as a starving college student, since you can't afford to buy everything you want to eat, since you can't afford to eat what you want to eat, you kind of start losing weight anyway because, you know, you're eating less. And by the time you start trying to be able to eat more, your stomach has shrunk anyway, so you don't start fitting in as much food anymore. You know, so I was eating more throughout the whole day, but in smaller portions. 
And then as well, I kind of got tired of like pizza and my stomach wasn't allowing me to eat, you know, um, like all these burgers and fries and all that stuff because my stomach started getting really, really annoyed with me. And it wouldn't allow me to eat a lot of these things because um, whenever I would, I would either throw up or get bad stomach pains and stuff like that. So next thing you know, it's like, okay, I would have pizza maybe once every three months or so, you know, or maybe I would have some burgers and fries once every two weeks or so. I mean, well, fries has always been my nemesis as well, so I can't really say fries because I was always eating fries. But either way, um, what I did was that I didn't stop eating what I liked. I didn't stop eating what I enjoyed. What I did was I minimized how much I would eat. I minimized the dates of how frequent I would eat them. And in doing so, the weight started coming off. Like, it was like sugar. But I'm not going to lie. It did take me at least like three years or so for me to lose almost 80 pounds or so. Um, I know at one point I got down to 340. So maybe that was 70 pounds. Um, I got down to like 340 and that's when my RA came back. <laughs> that's when I found out about my RA. You know, so it's kind of like what I had mentioned before. You know, um, I had JRA. I didn't know until I was about 27, 28. Um, and that's when I got diagnosed officially got diagnosed with with aggressive RA um and because of my diagnosis of course you know first thing they do is they put you on a full regimen of medications and treatments and whatnot and I mean I was taking more pills than I was eating basically you know um and I had so many pills and medications I was taking that it started to bloat me up and I couldn't understand why I was regaining weight when I wasn't eating like I normally do. And if anything, I was eating less because a lot of the medications were getting me so beyond nauseous. I didn't want to eat, you know. But come to find out that obviously I was gaining weight because of the meds. The funny thing is... I don't know. I find it kind of comical and, uh, and unnerving. And when I say unnerving, I mean unnerving, unnerving. How you'll go see your doctors, and one of the first things they tell you if you're heavy set at all is you need to lose weight. You need to get on a better regimen. You have to go see a nutritionist. You, you got to do things right for your bones and for your body and blah, 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 blah. But here's, here's a... Uh, a script for 20 mils of uh, of prednisone steroids, right? And I want you to take them at least three times a day. For real? Seriously. 
you want me to take something that's only going to help me gain like triple times the the weight that I am, but yet you're telling me to lose weight, right? How the hell do you expect me to do so? I, I mean, seriously, how the hell do you expect me to do so? All right, cool. So here's my thing, right? I have a honeymoon coming up. And even when I, I had my wedding coming up, all right, um, I wanted to look so good in my outfit. And I say outfit because I don't do dresses and I don't do skirts. So I had an outfit and it looked like a mini dress with uh, short shorts put on underneath. All tastefully, people. Okay. Think of elegance and that's where it was. Okay. Okay. But um, my husband loves my legs. That's something my dad used to always say to me, even as a little girl. She has beautiful legs. My daughter has beautiful legs. Well, yeah, my husband does the same thing, too. He's always like, you have some beautiful, sexy legs. <sighs> Hence the reason why I got a mini of it. Um, but no matter how much weight I try to lose, I can't seem to lose it. And obviously, I have the biggest gut on earth and the reason why is because of my GI issues and my weight gain you know between my weight and my GI issues they have me looking like I'm pregnant half the time and sometimes it's gradual it's like I'll wake up in the morning my stomach will be nice and flat and I'll be like oh my god finally I have a nice tummy and then I'm like wait I have to drink some water yes drinking water will bloat me wait and I take that medicine. Oh. Oh, hold on. I have to have breakfast. Damn. Oh, should I mention that? Um, I need to still eat lunch and dinner. Oh, well, there goes that. So I wake up with a flat tummy. By the time it's midday, my tummy has turned into at least mm, a two-month pregnancy, three months maybe. Okay, I eat lunch, I'll have a midday snack after that, maybe, possibly, and what happens, I'll start looking like I'm at least five months pregnant then. By the time it reaches nighttime, and I'm about to have dinner, or I eat dinner, I look like I'm about to pop out a freaking damn set of twins. Yep, that's how it looks. So you could just imagine how I felt. For my wedding day, honestly, I hated the way I looked. I really did. The only thing that was making me happy and the only thing that made me really, really try to ignore the fact of how I looked was one, obviously getting married to my husband. But the second thing was that I had my family there. And you just, eventually you guys will understand why that made me so happy. But in a nutshell... My family all don't get along, you know, and they all decided to get along for me that day. And they all showed up for me that day, knowing that they were all going to see each other. And they all actually were cordial with one another, which I thank the heavens above for because I had told every single person that if they were to act up, they were going to get kicked out and I would never talk to them again. So I guess pretty much in a nutshell, since they all know that I am the one who tries to keep everybody together and I am the one who checks up on, every, on everyone, they decided to actually comply. 
But back to my whole wheat situation. Well, a few months ago, I had asked my doc, my pri- uh, uh, my primary, if um, he could help me out with this medication that I had heard about that um, can help in losing weight. And I told him, look, I'm tired of gaining and losing, gaining and losing, gaining and losing, gaining and losing, all because of steroids and treatments and my medications, all, all in a nutshell. So he agreed and he knows that I eat very well. He knows that I'm very healthy and I'm very health conscious and stuff. And it shows in my lab work, you know. So he uh, he agreed with it and he went ahead and prescribed me um, a med. Now, let me tell you, this medicine was like heaven for me. And when I say heaven, I mean heaven. In a matter of three months, I went from... 238 and I dropped down to 203. I was ecstatic. I was so freaking happy. I mean, for once I could look at my body and I was starting to actually like myself. I was starting to feel so good about myself, you know, and I could picture my honeymoon and me being happy with my body and and feeling like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's going to happen, you know. Um, and then just like that, my primer gonna be prescribing, um, what's that called? Uh, controlled substance medication that in his office, he would no longer be doing those kinds of meds. Little did I know that my that my medicine there, the one for the weight loss, was a controlled substance med. So he no longer gives it to me. I went ahead and I made an appointment with a endocrinologist because I was told to either see that or a nutritionist. And my endocrinologist stated that they weren't just going to give me the meds at first. They had to check all my labs and see how I was doing my diabetes and this and that, blah, 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 blah. Great. So no matter what I tried to tell them, they didn't want to hear it, of course. And in a matter of a month, I gained 22 pounds. Yeah. And that's eating just the same or less than I normally eat because I ended up going through really bad flare for almost two and a half weeks of that timing. And in that flare, I had the flare in my jaw, gave me TMJ, which caused me ear infection and teeth infection and what have you not. So of course I wasn't eating as much as I normally do. And even though I wasn't eating as much, I still ended up gaining 22 pounds, right? Okay. So I talk to my endocrinologist when I go back, and they agreed with me. Yes, all of your blood work, it looks beautiful. Your your salt, your sodium is low, but you got to keep an eye on that. Uh, kidney functions, 
my kidney function looks great in my blood work, but yet they don't understand why I have kidney stones coming out of me all the time and then kidney infections when I told them that I have kidney disease and they just don't want to hear it. It's like blah, 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 blah. So, of course, I look at them and I'm like, well, either way, you're not my, you're not my nephrologist, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, when it came to diabetes, though, they wanted to keep on thinking that because I was a big girl that I was just eating wrong and I was eating all the wrong foods and what have you not, and that they needed to check my, my blood work. And, of course, my blood work came back with the fact that what happened, my sugar levels were normal or close to normal which they couldn't understand, and then they asked me if I had been uh, taking the steroids um, any day before the fasting, before the uh, testing, and I told them, well, no, I hadn't, and they were like, oh, well, then you must definitely have what they want to call prednisone no, no, sorry, steroid-induced diabetes. Now, here's the funny thing, is that I kept telling them from the one that I had medicine-induced diabetes, and I explained to them when my sugar levels are high, when my sugar levels drop, because I am hypoglycemic as well, right? But they did not want to hear it. Now, all of a sudden, it's steroid-induced diabetes because they just don't want to go ahead and have to bow down to the fact that I told them it was medicine-induced diabetes anyway so now what they're doing is that they have me on Trulicity I don't know if you guys have tried that I I just did it on Friday for the first time it's supposed to help me with the weight gain and it's supposed to help me with my sugar levels as well I'm supposed to do it once a week and it's supposed to help me because it's an appetite suppressant supposedly you know So let's see how this works because she said that she'll give it at least a month or so to see how it works on me and whatnot and see if she may have to go ahead and put the dosage up higher because she said that they normally give it to people who are trying to lose weight as well. So we'll see because the problem is I don't want to go on this honeymoon looking like the Goodyear blimp. I just don't. Even though my husband says that he loves me the way I am, obviously he met me looking bigger than I was and whatever the case is. I just want to have the body that I want to have. I want to be proud to show it off in a bathing suit or go to each room like everybody's eyes are on me saying, hey, look at how fat she is. But knowing that it's not my mouth that's causing it, it's my body you know, and I hate that, like, I hate, I hate the fact that, you know, people are judging you when you're overweight, and, and it's automatically assumed that it's because you're eating your heart out, you know, and it really annoys me, because it's like, I feel like I have to be on the defense, and, and I've had to be on the defense since I was a child, you know, oh, but anyway, what about you guys, how do you feel about, your meds and have you had to gain weight or lose weight or have you been on a roller coaster with it whether it's your sugar or whatever the case is get back at me let me know and I'm serious get back at me don't be afraid I don't bite besides I can't you guys are not 
in front of me. But either way, guys, stay safe. You know, keep your family safe. Keep yourself safe. Try not to go out if you don't have to. Um, Respect and appreciate all those who are out there, first responders, whether they're, they're cops, CEOs, nurses, doctors, hell, even the delivery guys. You got to respect them. Who else will go out there still trying to give you what you need as far as food and, and supplies and everything, but yet they're risking themselves. And a lot of you people don't care. I'm not saying you guys. I'm just saying a lot of people in general, you know, people out and about, you know, don't seem to care that, you know, these people, they're being taken for granted, you know, all of them. They're completely being taken for granted. And we have got to appreciate them for everything they're doing because they're really putting themselves out there. All right, guys, hit me up. I'll talk to y'all later.